Entry 53, lead gen to demand gen, making the switch. Right, I'm gonna pre-warn you before I go into the LinkedIn post that this is a long one. So yeah, get ready. LinkedIn post starts. Shifting from lead gen to demand gen, how to actually do it. Phase one, things you can do right away that don't involve changing from an NQL model. Utilize a subject matter expert for your content. Optimizing the content you share on your LinkedIn organic channel. Move from promotional to value-led. See how we are doing this here, and then I link out to a resource. Upping your game on product and Bofu content. Utilizing ungated product tour snippets, CS videos running through use cases, etc. Build your own media machine and subscription channels, such as podcast, newsletter, YouTube, pick one and double down. Changing the way you think about your blog, not a place that content goes to die and is shared once on LinkedIn Organic. Instead, it becomes the hub of searchable content for the media machine you are building. It is subject matter expert led, it is timely, it is journalistic, and it's written by experts that are finding the trends that are in dark social. Finally, increasing the amount of video content that you do. By doing all of these things, you will actually set yourself up much better for success in phase two. Phase two, gradually weaning yourself off a reliance on the MQL model. Step one is how you should approach anything that you try that is new and untested, and it requires net new budget, a timeline, and a hypothesis. So how I did this at Cognizant, I requested a 5K per month CMO testing budget, and I created a proposal that I would use this for three months to run the demand gen ungated play on some of our top performing content, optimizing for consumption and not for conversion. My hypothesis was that I would start to see an increase on inbound demos in, in line with that additional spend on demand gen. And we did a 47% increase across the three months. This was trend and correlation. It was not specific at this stage, but it was enough. Step two, split the funnel reporting. Understand the conversion rates from direct demos versus the arrest of the MQLs. Things from content, webinars, etc. Start reporting on this in exec meetings. Start showing key stakeholders, RevOps, sales, and the CFO. Then split out your MQL campaigns and stop looking at them blendedly. Understand your break-even CPL on an MQL campaign. So that is your average deal size times lead divided by close one, and that equals your break-even cost per lead. Then for any MQL campaigns that are underperforming on this break-even cost per lead, stop them, reallocate the budget into demand gen activities, and keep on only the top performing campaigns. And soon your experimentation, experimentation budget will double without any material impact on your total MQL output. You have just consolidated and optimized. We ran things just like this for the further three months. Then we had all the data we needed to start making a more dramatic shift. LinkedIn post ends. Okay, so by this point in the diary, you're probably very aware that I've become a fully fledged demand gen advocate. But one of the questions I get asked most is always around how you actually very practically make the switch. And my advice when it comes to moving from lead gen to demand gen is to break it into manageable parts. First of all, it's those things you can do right away that don't involve changing from the NMQL model. So those were the things that I've already called out. And then by doing this, you will actually set yourself up for much more success in step two. And these are changes that will alter the MQL model. How we approach this, we didn't go cold turkey and I wouldn't recommend that you do that either. Step ROM requires a net new budget, a timeline and a hypothesis. No different to how you should approach any new and untested activity. So for us, that was that 5K per month CMO testing budget. And it involved us changing the way that we promoted some of our best performing content, optimizing for consumption and not conversions. 
My hypothesis was that I'd start to see an increase in inbound demo leads in line with that additional spend on demand gen. And as I said in the post above, that's exactly what happened. Over the three months, we saw that 47% increase in high intent demo requests on our website. Step two, spit the funnel reporting. So you need to understand the conversion rates from direct demos versus those from MQLs. So for us, we realized we needed 25 high intent website demo requests for one deal versus 500 MQLs from a content download for one deal. The ACV was also generally lower on the content deal too, and the average sales cycle longer. So once you're tracking this data, you can start to report on it in exec meetings, showing key stakeholders like RevOps, VP sales, and the CFO. At this point, you're just sowing seeds. And then step three, take your reporting a step further and split out your MQL campaigns. And don't look at them blended either. Benchmark the performance against your break-even cost per lead. The break-even cost per lead is calculated by average deal size times lead to close one conversion rate. You'll likely be able to see some underperforming campaigns. If you do, then stop them and reallocate budget into demand gen activities instead and keep top performing campaigns on. And this is how you'll see your experimental budget continue to increase. And at this point, you can continue to operate with an increased budget. You're not harming your MQL number, but you are also giving yourself more room to experiment. Step four, change the split of your activities more dramatically. So the split we went for was 90% demand gen, 10% MQL lead gen. But you could slowly build towards this over time if you didn't want to be so dramatic. And your sales leaders aren't likely to push back on getting more time for their team to focus on outbound. It makes their performance easier to manage, it makes them more accountable, and it gives them less excuses. If you own a revenue goal and you are saying to the CFO, CEO, I can still hit this goal with this change, and I can fill the content deal gap with the increased inbounds that convert faster and at a higher clip, I have got this. They can't really push back either. Keep hitting this number month over month, and you earn the right to build this out further and further. The best thing is that all the work you do in step one fuels step two, and step one requires no dramatic moves away from the MQL model.